And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Tuesday the 14th of June. It's a beautiful sunny morning. The heat wave has started in London. Royal Ascot starts today. You'll be glued, I'm sure, if your TVs if you're not there for the 2.30 race kicking off. And Baid is the favourite by miles. One to six on. Uh, it's not really worth a bet, is it, Ollie? Uh, <laughs> it's not, not enough value. <laughs> There's no value there. I think if you're going to go for a growth stock, you maybe have to go for the second horse, Real World, which is seven to one. I mean, that's for the second favourite, it's seven to one. Uh, I'm not sure I really fancy that either, but it's a Saeed bin Sumo uh, horse, so I can see why it's coming at second. Uh, I probably prefer Order of Australia, which is a Ryan Moore uh, is the rider, and the trainer is Aidan Aiden O'Brien at 18 to 1 but paddy power are paying 150 odds on the first four places so maybe it's worth a go anyway let's move on to mining this is not a this is not a horse tips to podcast <laughs> what have we got this morning in mining ollie uh well we're slightly late on on this one but uh benchmark metals actually put out a release on saturday um announcing their new enlarged resource um they've also upgraded confidence pretty significantly so now 90 percent of the resource is in the uh mni uh categories um so 3.14 million ounces at 1.4 grams a ton gold equivalent in the indicated category and 415,000 ounces uh in the inferred at 2.63 grams a ton gold equivalent um so I think that's about sort of 44% and 77% increase in, in, in total, which is uh, pretty impressive and will all feed into the uh, updated PEA due out later this year. Um, I mean, one of the things to point out is there's still a lot of upside, a lot of satellite targets around um, the, the main lawyer's deposit that haven't yet been, been drilled. Um, and it's always worth remembering the way that these resources are calculated using a, a, a fixed price to calculate the economics for the conceptual pit shell. Um, and if at that cutoff uh, gold isn't economic, then it gets left out the resource. Um, and the company just highlighting that slightly higher gold prices, they'd have um, a, a much larger resource. Um, obviously that that's that's higher cost ounces but it does mean that the, the stock should have better gearing if um gold prices start to go up on top of that already significant resource interesting yeah we like benchmark metals they're a shanghai mining club member of course and uh obviously uh, pdac um paul is reporting back apparently it's much busier today people have flown in for a day trip from america where you're allowed to do it without having any covid restrictions as i and the weather apparently is beautiful over there too. Maybe they should move PDAC permanently to June rather than March, where it's normally freezing and snowing. <laughs> uh, anyway, Paul's enjoying it. He loves to go and see an assay in the assay shack, but we'll let him do that. Uh, now, what other news? Um, I suppose that the, the most exciting bit of news today is the announcement, the merger between Elemental Royalties, um, TSX listed company with a, with a UK management team, and Alta Strategies, um, which was a project generator um, that morphed into a royalty company backed by La Mancha, the, the family office behind Sentiment. And that's 
uh, aim listed, but the merger, which is, is recommended by the two management teams, which will see uh, Elemental take 52.9% of the, the new entity, um, will mean that Altus comes off AIM and the, the combined entity will be TSX listed only, which um, is, is disappointing as both of these are, are, are very good companies. Um, it'll take the asset base, so I think sort of 69 different royalties um, across a range of jurisdictions. Um, Elemental's got the edge in the split because it's got seven currently producing gold royalties and, and mineral sands to uh, Altus's four. But Altus has um, the, the bulk of the, the pre-production and development royalties but given there's so few royalty uh, companies um, listed in London it's a, a shame to be losing Altus which um, I think is a bit of a, a wake up for, for AIM perhaps. Well I think it's a, a real shame but if anybody from Altus Strategies or Elemental is listening uh, the way to solve it of course is to do a fast track uh, and very cost effective dual listing on Acris um, which frankly, will cost you de minimis. Uh, and that means that UK shareholders can carry on owning a UK listed company uh, and potentially obviously pick up more. So there's a very clear solution. Um, it's sitting out there. Just give us a call and I'll sort it all out for you. There we go. Maybe, you, maybe you'll give them a little buzz, a little tinkle, Ollie. Yeah, that, that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what else we got? At least the market's up today. It's been such a horrible market at the moment. Uh, at least it is up uh, and certain commodity prices are up, uh, although Bitcoin is down. Um, is there any other news, though? Um, there is a new PFS, DFS uh, from Critical Elements, uh, Spodumene Lithium Project in, in Canada. Um, I, I'm, I'm really struggling to see, you know, what's changed here other than updating cost estimates and and pricing for for the current market this this project the rose project in in quebec seems to have been at this stage for almost the entire time that we've we've been covering lithium which is quite a long time now yeah we've been covering lithium for about 10 years i must say when we first started and it was at six thousand dollars no one was interested. Now suddenly, when it's at, you know whatever it is, seventy-five thousand dollars, I lose track of the damn thing. Um, everybody's interested, which makes me a little bit nervous. Um, I have to say, um, uh, lot, I've been talking to a lot of people about lithium recently, and everyone seems to want to develop a lithium project and do this and do that. Um, you've got to look really at the long-term lithium price. Not quite sure where it'll settle down, but. Um, if I was basing any project, I personally would be using near 25,000, which I know is a lot lower than it is now, but you just cannot bank on these prices staying up. I don't know what you, what, what long-term price you would use, actually, or what would you use? Uh, we're using slightly lower than that. Um, I think, I mean, the way, it's obviously very difficult when markets are, are growing so quickly, but, you know, the traditional way of looking at a commodity price curve or cost curve to to make your long-term prices to add 15% to the marginal 
cost producer. Um, so at the moment in lithium, the marginal cost is probably thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars a ton. So if you add ten, fifteen percent to that, that probably is is about right at the at the moment for a long term price. Because um, obviously, you know, the assumption is if that's the upper end of your cost curve, that'll be where marginal supply is dictated. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been hearing people trying to use long-term 45 or 50, which I think is way too high, personally. Absolutely, yeah. Um, anyway, there we go. Uh, right, should we call it a day there? And uh, good luck if you're uh, following the races. Enjoy PDAC if you're at PDAC. Enjoy the weather if you're not even in the office. And we'll speak again tomorrow. Speak to you then. Cheers.